This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Dare to play. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Foreplay Podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. Today's episode is going to be a Q&A episode. It's been a minute since we filmed one of these or recorded mm-hmm. one of these. And so we always like doing these. We always feel like we're, um, what's her name? Carrie Bradshaw and yeah, Sex, Sex in the City. Yeah. And so if you guys had any questions that you wanted us to answer, you can always send it to us on foreplay.com slash ask. That is the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com slash ask. Our first question is, my husband husband and I are friends with another couple, and when we are hanging out, we will sometimes do full swaps for sums. However, our friends end up playing a lot amongst themselves, and my husband and I are the ones who have to intentionally join them. This turns into my husband having to tell the guy and the other couple to come give me attention, and otherwise my husband and I will just give them attention, and it's harder to add a second girl into an existing threesome at times. Long story short, I feel like I'm personally not getting enough attention, and it makes me feel like I'm not desirable or good enough. Any thoughts or advice? We will continue to hook up with this couple and we aren't in the lifestyle, so these are the only folks we will likely continue hooking up with. So I worry if I don't address it, it will fester into a negative thing. I feel like I do always like whenever people are aware that a situation could turn into something bad. I think it's good when people have enough self-awareness to be like, hey, I should probably stop this before it happens. And I think that that happens to everybody at some point in their lifestyle journey where Maybe, you know, you're with a group and there's four of you and even the other three people are playing together. And I feel like at times that could make you feel less desirable. But whenever I view those things, I view it more from that's normally the other people are just, you know, maybe into what they're doing. It sounds like they start, the other couples just starts together and they're just playing with each other and then the guy doesn't really come over and move over to her. Is that how you see that? sounds like the other couples isn't initiating anything with the couple who's emailing us at all. Yeah, that's how it feels like to me. It feels like the couple's just probably playing. It sounds like they're playing by themselves, but then it sounds like her husband maybe goes and joins in more, but she wants someone to come to her. Yeah. So I definitely understand wanting to have someone come to you. I think that does make you feel desirable, but we are very, very big from the mindset of trying to put yourself out there and not, and kind of almost like dictating your own night. So I think my biggest advice would be to go and first of all, just have the conversation with a couple, especially it sounds like if you've hooked up with this couple multiple times and you continue to, you should be at a comfortable point in your relationship where you can say, hey, just letting you know whenever we do this, whenever no one comes to me when I'm sitting by myself, it makes me feel not wanted. And I'm sure that's not what you're intending, but it does make me feel that way at times. I don't think there's anything wrong or bad about saying how you feel in a, in a setting, especially when it's someone you consider a friend. Whenever we're playing with another couple, instead of one of us going over to the other, we either one of us or one of the other couples, one person in the other couple will ask, hey, do you guys wanna swap? And I feel like if that's something that you guys tried and then it's both of you are swapping or everybody is exchanging with everyone and it's not put the pressure on one person to go initiate something, I think that that could, I mean, technically, I guess you are initiating because somebody has to say, hey, do you mm-hmm. guys want to swap or not? Or do you guys want to switch? Do you guys want to do this? But I feel like that's what I would do 
instead of having me go over there to the other couple mm -hmm. or you going over to the other couple because I do feel like the one person would feel left out. Definitely. You can also maybe make a rule for you guys. This is something that we used to do where it's equal play. And so if that's just one of your rules and that's one of your boundaries and you just want everybody to be occupied doing something with somebody at all times, if you communicate that with your play partners, maybe that would help too. I completely agree with, with what Jay says where, I mean, you just need to bring it up and mm -hmm. have a conversation with the four of you, especially if this is the only couple that you guys plan on ever doing something with mm -hmm. if you guys aren't wanting to experience other couples at all and this is something that you guys like doing together as a foursome that is back to back like you guys do it all the time just make sure that you're communicating with everybody and i, and I think another important thing is don't don't feel down on yourself I don't think it has something to do with your not desirable. I mean, you play with this couple multiple times, it sounds like. Obviously, they're into you. I think that some people just get focused in what they're doing and don't think about how maybe leaving someone out, in a sense, would make someone feel undesirable. I don't think there's any intention behind it, and I think that's why that conversation would help so much. So just still be confident in yourself and don't don't think those negative thoughts and just believe that, you know, they're thinking about something else and that's that's why they're not coming over to me, not because they're not desirable. Because I think that a huge part of the lifestyles is it helps us gain confidence. And so I think that this is a way that you know you can gain confidence and not lose confidence. So I think that's something else I would definitely think think about whenever I'm thinking about this whole situation. Another thing is maybe that couple feels scared or maybe they feel shy to initiate something. Mm -hmm. And so that could be something as well. So there's, we always talk about not taking anything personally and we always recommend and refer to the book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And we'd highly recommend to read that because that one mm -hmm. agreement, I mean, I feel like has completely changed and shifted our entire life. Yeah. And so you just never really know what's going in someone's mind. So instead of, I think human nature automatically goes to the most negative thing thinking oh my gosh it has to be me it's yeah. me that's not desirable when usually that's not it yeah. and so trying to not take things personally I think is going to help as well our next question is hey Bella and Jace I've been listening to your podcast and I'm loving the Q&A sessions and tips you're giving as we're starting out in the lifestyle and I'm hearing you when you say just talk to people when you're at clubs and events we're going to try to be more outgoing and meet more couples but because of where we live we have more opportunity to meet on apps or online what do you chat about with couples online do you have much chat before suggesting to meet we prefer to chat messaging and more meeting but we don't want to be off-putting or lose out on potential friends to meet up with later either. My husband gets right into the sexy chat and pick swapping, but I don't know if that's common for swinging couples or more for single guys. I get lots of dick pics from the single dudes <laughs> and I don't want to seem standoffish, but I also don't want to end up with online chats and not any meetups. Anyway, I just keep listening and every time you say just talk to them or just message them or whatever, I sit there saying to myself, okay, but what the heck do I say? So I thought I'd go ahead and reach out. I'm sure you get lots of questions. Thanks a lot. So I think that there's like multiple questions and multiple facets in this question. But I think the first thing that like comes to my mind when I'm thinking about it is the, the question about do we normally chat a lot online? Do we normally have it short and meet up in person? We can answer for us. We personally like to chat not as much online and meet more in person because we feel like personalities shine through more in person. I mean, sometimes you'll meet someone through texting or chatting and the way they text maybe doesn't actually represent how they feel about something. So we personally like for us to chat not as much, but meet up. But also, 
I think every single couple has their own things that make them happy or make them the most excited about the lifestyle. And some people really love the chatting. Some people love the sexy picture sending. There's so many different things that you can do. So I think the most important thing to realize for that is what makes you guys feel the happiest in your relationship? Do you like that longer chatting and then meeting up? If so, there's nothing wrong with it. Also, maybe you don't like chatting as much. That's also totally okay. So I think it's you and your partner talking about, hey, do we like this more or do we like the meeting up quicker more or whatever it is? And I think that whatever you feel like you like the most, that's how you should start. We prefer to meet. And I think that a majority of people in the lifestyle meet people online with the hopes to eventually meet in person and be mm -hmm. friends, right? So our mindset with that is we don't, and with how your personalities shine differently and in person versus online, we don't want to have this long, drawn out online group chat conversation for months on end, and then we finally meet in person and there's no chemistry. Yeah. And so we just don't want to put our energy into something like that because our main thing is like we want to be friends with these people in person. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we don't do much of the online chat. But when we do chat online, we personally don't like when it goes straight to the sexy talks, straight to the pic swapping. Yeah. We are very off put by that personally. Uh -huh. And because the lifestyle is from the basis of relationships, friendships. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like when it comes straight to that, it feels very transactional. I, we don't personally like doing that. Whenever we talk to somebody, we started off with vanilla chat. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, we saw that you liked movies on your profile. Like what's your favorite movie or something like that. Something that if you were just on a normal dating profile, Tinder, whatever it yeah. is, Hinge or something like that, you bring up and you don't go straight into at least I don't think you should go straight into, hey, you're sexy, you know, something like that. Or you could say something about, hey, you guys look like such a fun couple. You guys look mm -hmm. like such a hot couple. I saw this on your profile, so, you know. Anyway, so start with that. And then after we have a little bit of small talk like that, just to know that we're all on the same page lifestyle-wise, Jason and I will usually say something like, hey, what are you guys into yep. lifestyle-wise? Mm -hmm. What are you looking for? Yeah, mm -hmm. at that point, you guys usually start talking about rules or what you're looking for. So some people will be like, oh, we're just looking for friends, we're full swap, soft swap, whatever that is, and then kind of gauge how it's going. And it definitely can go more flirty, sexy. Yeah. And I think a lot of the time, eventually it does, but we just don't personally start off with that. Yeah, and truthfully, most of the time, I feel like whenever we talk to people online, we exchange a handful of messages, you know, two, three, four messages and then say, hey, we would love to, you know, like let's meet up at a club. And you might have heard us say this in podcasts before, but we like the idea of meeting at a, up at a club or a, a local group, you know, if there's some sort of winger group that's meeting up or you know, at a bar or whatever it is, we like to meet at those little group places because in that case that maybe you don't get along as well in person as you did online, it kind of gives you both a chance to go mingle with other people. And then that way it's not like, you know, you took your Friday night off, you don't have the kids, whatever it is, and then you go on a date and it's really uncomfortable and awkward. Then you go home and you're one night off. You, you didn't waste it, but you could have used it maybe in a, in a better sense 
in that sense. And that's why we personally like to meet people at clubs. It makes sense for us to do that because we don't exchange so much online conversation. Mm -hmm. But to the couples that we have exchanged a lot of conversation online, we do prefer to meet them separately, yeah. not at a club or not in a group setting. And so I think it just depends on that way. So if you feel, I think that if you feel like the chat has just been a little bit and you don't really know how things are going to go, then a group setting could be good. But if you guys have been talking for a long time already, doing a separate specific date, just double date, I think could be better. I totally agree. I think that's a great idea. And I also think this, in this specific example, they said they were from a smaller town, so it's harder. Like we live in Dallas. We have a club that's very busy all the time. So it's easy for us to go do that. So I think you also have to take into consideration, you know, where you live and those types of things, because maybe for this couple, having those online chat really is better. And I wouldn't worry about being standoffish. I would talk to somebody and feel it out. But I think if you say, hey, we love to meet in person and the people aren't okay with that, I think that's more on them type of thing. If you feel like you've had a good conversation, you feel like, hey, this is a good time to ask and they don't respond well, I think that's more of their issue and not your issue. Do you yeah, agree with that? I agree with that. Yeah, don't let others dictate how your night or how your day or how your journey is. It ends up that you think you guys really like this couple, but they're not putting out that effort or not putting out that energy, the same energy that you guys are. It's completely okay to you know move on to the next couple. Definitely. We've done that many times too. This podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jace. Have you guys been looking for lifestyle clothing, swinger clothing, kinky clothing? We have the best swinger lifestyle merch on the market. We have so many different things. We have bikinis, t-shirts, tank tops, Hawaiian shirts now. Jace is actually wearing this Hawaiian shirt. He looks so good in it. It has upside Thank down you. pineapples and they're all actually upside down. It's not like whenever you go and you buy a random shirt with pineapples. No, these are all specifically upside down and it's a swinger on it and we have so many different items so go check it out at foreplay.com shop that's the number four o-u-r-p-l-a-y.com shop if you guys are ever at a lifestyle party and maybe things are going a little bit slow and you want to get the conversation moving we have the solution for you foreplay.com games we have the foreplay game it is the perfect lifestyle icebreaker game it really just helps get conversation moving it can help move stuff towards play if that's the way you're hoping that night goes and now it is not only digital, but it is physical. So if you wanna hold it in your phone or you wanna hold it in a card, whichever way you can. So foreplay.com slash games, learn all about it. Now back to the show. Our last question is, I feel like I want the full swap life and me and my wife are secure. However, I have always been insecure about my penis size. I feel like I would be crushing us because I may not be as satisfying for others. I feel like you would have a better, well, actually, no, I think that I think we this both. is two yeah, different this opinions is, yeah. here. I also want to say, I love that he started with, I want the full swap life. Yeah. <laughs> I really love, uh, you know how they have that like thing on the back of the cars, it's like salt life. <laughs> full swap life. <laughs> yeah, it should be full swap life. Just like bumper stickers. <laughs> Let's do a back and forth from both perspectives. I think that you should start as the woman's perspective of how women think about maybe someone who's bigger or someone who's smaller. Like where does your mind go for that? So I can't speak for all women, but for myself and for a majority of my friends, I would say it's what you do with it and not the size of it. And I mean, I'm bi and when I'm with women, they, don't have penises and they use fingers, they use mouths. I mean, there's other ways that you can pleasure without 
pure size. I also think that maybe guys get caught up on this size thing. Even on TikTok, a lot of the times we get asked all the time, what if he's bigger? What if, yeah. like, am I too small? Those kinds of things. And whenever you compare yourselves, that's when it gets dangerous. That's when you just can't compare. Mm -hmm. You can't, you have to be just confident in yourself. It sounds like you're very secure with you and your wife already. That's what you said. And that is the basis of the of the lifestyle. And so also be secure with who you are as a person too mm -hmm. and what you can offer to others. And it's not just penis size. I don't prefer, I think most women don't prefer these huge porn star, 10, 11 inch big girthy dicks. Like I think we're custom to think that because of porn and society and all of these things. But it's a lot of the times bigger dicks really hurt when it's penetration wise. And so don't let that get in your heads, guys. Just you can offer so much more than just penetrating a vagina with your dick. Like you can do more. And yeah. it's what you can do with it, not what it is by itself. No, that's, and I was gonna go along the same lines. I said the first thing I think of is, I'm sure you and your wife said you're secure, right? Like you said, so I'm sure you pleasure your wife. And so if you have the ability to pleasure your wife, then I'm sure you have the same ability to pleasure other women. I think that that, I think what Bella says, I think that we have this problem in society where we do compare ourselves so much. And you watch porn and you see these fucking tripod ass dudes that just have, <laughs> big ass dicks you're like oh my god why don't i have a you know toll for a dick oh and like <laughs> but i i don't think that it's that important like i said i really think it's about how you use it i know that i've had multiple women say something like bella where it's you know i feel like actually a lot of dudes with huge dicks just rely on their dick being big they don't even think that they have to do something special or really try because their dick's just so big they think it's gonna be satisfying. And it's not, like let me tell you, it's not. You can't just rely on your dick and just fuck really, really hard and think that the girl's gonna orgasm. Like it's, there's more to it. Yeah, so I think the biggest thing is, is basically what Bella said is you need to focus on just pleasing the woman in any sense. That's using your hands, using your mouth. There's so many different ways. There's kissing, there's so many different ways that are sensory especially for women. I feel like women love to be touched all over their bodies mm -hmm. and so many different ways are sensory. So I, I think that it's definitely not going to hurt you unless you, unless you let it hurt you. I think that if you feel insecure, that's probably gonna show through and you're probably not gonna perform as well. You're gonna think in your head, oh my God, what are they thinking about me? And then I think it would hurt you. But I think the reason it would be hurting you is because you're letting it hurt yourself. I think that if you went in with a confident mindset of, you know what? I'm gonna make it work, I'm gonna make it pleasure for the woman no matter what size my dick is. I think that women would love that and you'd be able to be very, very well accepted in that lifestyle. I don't think there's anyone that's not accepted in the lifestyle because their dick is too small. Like it's just not a thing. So it's all about how you use it. So don't don't get caught up in that. So it is what Bella says too, where we get questions all the time in TikTok lives and stuff where, are you insecure if some guy's bigger than you? I'm not because I know that I know what I'm doing and I know that I know how to pleasure you and how to pleasure other people. And I don't care if someone's bigger. As long as everyone in the situation is having fun. I said, if, if it's a bigger dick than me and you're enjoying it, great. If it, the other guy has a smaller dick than me and you're enjoying it, great. Like, 
I just want us to be happy and I just want it to be pleasurable for, for everyone in the situation. What would your advice be for other guys who do ask this, who do ask, what if he's bigger than you? How do you not compare yourself and how do you stay confident? I just feel like that I've learned so much through my life and not just lifestyle situations, but in life in general that comparison really is, I said this, that quote of comparison's a thief of joy. If you compare yourself, you're never gonna be happy. You could be a multi-millionaire and compare yourself to a billionaire and you're not gonna be happy. You could be you could be the richest person in the world, but then compare yourself on a love level and someone else might have something more than you. And every time we compare ourselves to anybody, we're never gonna have the same amount of success that we would have if we just enjoyed who we were. And I think that's the biggest thing, is finding love for yourself and truly just loving yourself undoubtedly for all of your your great things and all of your flaws, all of the things together is what make you you and that's what makes you the most beautiful and the most, and the best version of yourself really. So for all the guys that you know need help out there with that, just stop comparing yourself. Just forget about it and be your best you. And I think that's all that really matters at the end of the day. And that's why I don't compare myself and that's with every single thing in life. Like we look at social media now and how much we're like, oh my gosh, this person's life looks so perfect. but. We know that everyone is hurting in their own ways, always. Everyone's fighting their own battles. So you just can't compare yourself to anyone in any sense. And dick size is a perfect example of that. So that wraps it up for our last question for today's Q&A. Like Bella said earlier in the episode, if you want to ask us questions, go to foreplay.com ask. That's the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com ask. You can ask your questions. And then that way we can get to some amazing questions in the podcast. But now that we're done with that, let's go ahead and hit him with Bella and Jace's weekly obsessions. Uh, what are your weekly obsessions? Me? Okay, I'll go first. I actually have three weekly obsessions this week. Oh. I feel like I normally don't do three, but I'm it's a, it's a three kind of day. My first one is there is a new song with Russ and Ed Sheeran. It's called Are You Entertained? I like Russ's music. I like Ed Sheeran's music. It's kind of rappy Ed Sheeran, which I like when Ed Sheeran raps and doesn't just sing. It's, it's kind of like his older stuff. So... That is my song. I have a second one. There's a movie that came out. It's called I'm Not Okay. I don't think it's the best movie ever. I think it's worth watching, but Zoe Dutch is the main actress in it and she's one of my favorite actresses. So I feel like anytime that I watch anything with her, I'm going to enjoy it. So that's my movie of the week. And then my third one, which I think is my favorite obsession is I started rereading Harry Potter yesterday. I read the Harry Potter books growing up. I watched the movies growing up. I've seen the movies a billion times. I've only read the books once. I started reading them yesterday and or the first one yesterday and i just love it i feel like i'm taken back to that world again for the first time because i'm reading details that i don't remember because the movie doesn't show everything that the books say and i feel like i'm reliving my childhood it feels very nostalgic and very i don't know i just remember this you know 13 year old kid with a harry potter book in his hand and 13 you were younger than that i thought whenever you started what i was super young i remember how old it was but it's just always been a part of my life since i was a little kid and so to reread them for the first time in so long it just feels it feels magical if you will like it really it really (laughs) does so that's my third one my weekly obsessions uh is the show on hbo called big little lies i started it forever ago whenever it first came out and for some reason because i re i watched maybe from the fifth episode on and i was like i've already seen this episode i've already seen this episode so how did i watch almost every episode except the very last episode years ago i don't know but the last episode was crazy and then i started the second season so really obsessed with that that is a star-studded cast i told jace that i was like there's so many famous people in here and he looked up and he was like is that meryl streep it's like everyone famous <laughs> <Yeah>. is this 
And Adam Adam McKay, Adam K, Adam McKay is in it. There's Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon. I mean, there's like so many famous people. I think his name is Adam Scott. Oh, his, no, no, no Adam Mc, Adam oh. Scott. Oh, Joel McHale looks like Adam Scott. Oh shit, that's what it is. Your mom, that reminds me of when your mom thought that Adam Sandler and Andy Samberg were related. My mom asked me, are Andy Sandberg and Adam Sandler related? She didn't know they had those different last names. Like, no, they don't have the same last name. Why would they be related? Uh, my other weekly obsession, J- Jace laughed whenever I told him this, is Vaseline. <laughs> Everyone else is laughing right now too. That's such a weird thing to be obsessed with. It's so versatile. <laughs> I mean, like, I we use Vaseline all the time just for, you know, moisture <laughs> and yeah. moisturizing. And using it instead of Neosporin it helps a lot. But anyways, what I've been using it for lately is a primer. So using, I mean, okay, I've only used it once. This is my first day doing, but I feel like it just looks so good. I'll see if everything slides off by the end of the day, but it's been about four hours and I feel like it looks really good so far. It's very nice. It's, I mean, it's a great primer. It's really moisturizing. It's like, it's a barrier. And usually I use it for slugging at night after I use all of my skincare stuff. And so, yeah, I'm just loving Vaseline and it's so cheap. It's like a dollar ninety for a big ass tub. That's true. Inflation has not hit Vaseline. No, it's secure. It's like Costco hot dogs. Do you guys? We're okay. (laughs) Jason said that he heard that the owner, the creator of Vaseline, used to eat a tablespoon of that a day. And I don't know. I don't know. That's true. true, I did not fact check that. (laughs) I would not advise that. We do need to look that. Letting you know, I would not advise (laughs) eating Vaseline. I just heard that it could be totally fake. Maybe someone was just like fucking with me. I don't know. That's why I heard that. I have I've heard that too though. Okay. Maybe it's I just petroleum you. jelly in general. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really hope you enjoy it. So we love answering these questions. If you ever have any questions, make sure to drop them foreplay.com slash ask and we will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below and on our website, foreplay.com. That's the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com. We have a digital online game called Foreplay the Game. It's the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined and perfect for breaking the ice. You can find more information at foreplay.com games. We also have swinger and lifestyle clothing and accessories that you can find at foreplay.com shop. We have a bunch of different lifestyle events and resorts that we'll be attending and would love to party with you at them. Check foreplay.com slash events for a list of everywhere we'll be. And if you're looking to plan a lifestyle destination, booking through our links really helps support the show and helps us be able to continue to create this type of content for you. We also have a Facebook group and Discord community and would love for you guys to join us. You can find the direct links in the show notes below. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Foreplay Podcast and TikTok at Foreplay Official. I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at OnlyFans.com slash VP or my free one at BellaLunaFree. Lastly, we're on Cassidy and SCC at Foreplay, and you can get a free 30-day full membership by using our link. You can email us at hello at foreplay.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com ask. Again, all our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye!